Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Everybody, welcome to the 232nd episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you, buddy. I'm a little sore today. You don't say. Uh, Why? We, Why? We ran. Carol and I both ran the Brooklyn Half Marathon yesterday. Now, the Brooklyn Half Marathon is one of my favorite races every year, and always look forward to it. We've had some unfortunate weather in the past few years of the race. But that certainly doesn't like dampen uh, the experience at all. Is this your second or third? Third. Okay, so it was two years ago when Lane and I came out to see you do it then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, in order to fully go through this experience, we got to go at the. We got to go back to the beginning, and then we're gonna go to the end, and then we're gonna go back into the <laughs> what middle. Kind of- what kind of janky ass shit is this <laughs> no so uh just to set Quentin the Tarantino telling the story yeah, right yeah um and then we're gonna go do a prequel about all this mm. no um i just want to give a little bit of a disclaimer i'm still feeling a little sick i know you're feeling sick as well yeah yeah this is gonna be an unpleasant uh, episode to listen to yeah. I think my voice is a lot worse than yours. You came in you came in with a lot of energy. I'm super groggy right now. Um well yeah, but you also took NyQuil. Yeah, well. I mean I took I didn't NyQuil take as I well, didn't take NyQuil but... to like in the morning. I took NyQuil last night and it is still I'm still like I'm still feeling it. When did you go to bed? About midnight. I watched the uh the Golden State portland game oh, why why did you do that dude it was good until the second half portland just like uh, golden state started running their offense through draymond green and draymond green crushed it as a point guard absolutely yeah. destroyed it. you know the the warriors always do well in the third quarters if you don't have yeah. if you don't have a sufficiently large enough lead you oftentimes will see like oh the team's up by 10 15 points they dominated the first half and then you watch the third quarter and then golden state's up by like 10 at the end of the third quarter you're like wait what that's mm-hmm. literally what happened. I think I think Portland scored just 13 points, and they got good looks. They just couldn't score. I, I think, again, it was one of those instances of they just start, They just haven't been in this situation before. They started to feel the nerves. Yeah. So people couldn't hit shots. Um, people started turning over the ball in, in weird ways. And then on offense, or on Golden State's offense, they were running the ball through Draymond. He's just, like, you know, sprinting down the court, and people couldn't keep up. Like, he's fast himself. And it, oftentimes when he's when he's pushing the ball and you got like Steph Curry pushing two, but ahead of, you know, without the ball ahead of Draymond, like you, you're just finding yourself in um, a mismatch of numbers. Yeah. And so you're finding like, oh, somehow Golden State, it's like it's like a four three break for, for Golden State off of a missed shot on Portland's end. So they were they were finding themselves. They they scored like 30 some points and Portland scored just 13 in that quarter. The fourth quarter was just more the same. So yeah, bad game overall or bad second half. Gotcha. So, anyways, so you stayed up longer yes. than you were supposed to. Yes. Um, so After Carol I took the Nyquil. <laughs> right, right. You're trying to get that, trying to get that Nyquil high. I get it. But uh, so Carolyn and I have been training for quite a while 
for the Brooklyn half, you know, just like runs throughout the week. I go to class at nights. She does. She joined a running group called the Reservoir Dogs. Uh, nice. Because you run by the Reservoir. I like the name. Um, yep. I know you like the name. Um, <laughs> she also got a, a nice running singlet from them. So that's like her, her uniform for the races. Uh, and then we would do our long runs on the weekends. Uh, so you know that like a lot of times the podcast uh, recording has to happen after the long run and all that stuff. Unfortunately, uh, I got a little bit sick about two weeks before the uh, before yesterday, and I told you that I had sort of gutted out a last long run while I was sick, and I ran like a one forty seven, right? Yeah. And I told you that like my PR was like a one forty six something. Yep. So I was like, all right, I'm I'm feeling okay. Like it's not the greatest run I've ever been on. Um, knowing just like with all the training that I thought I was going to do a lot better, uh, a lot easier also. Um, but then for some reason, like my body just decided that it wasn't ready to come back. So I actually left work early on. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think I left work early on Wednesday, and then like or or whatever. Took home, like went, came home, took a nap, uh, stayed home all day Friday. <clears throat> now, we went to go pick up our bibs, and it was really cool because the bib and like all your Brooklyn uh, half marathon gear pickup is right underneath the Brooklyn Bridge, so that's kind of a nice setting there. Uh, and then the day before the race, our friend Greg, well, who injured his knee, and he's like the fastest out of all of us, right? Yeah. Like he ran. Um, he ran the half, uh, the New York City half, six twelve a mile. So he ran it like in like the low one. I think he ran it one seventeen. I want to say. Holy smokes! Yeah, uh, which <laughs> is was that, a PR. Is, is this real? Yeah, right. That was definitely a PR for him. Um, but he was like, you know what? He he tried running on it earlier in the week. It just wasn't wasn't going to work out for him, and so he was opting out of this, and then he was holding the ritual like pre big race pasta dinner so we walked over to the upper east side where he lives and he made six pounds or seven pounds of pasta for nine of us wow and we all brought like loaves of bread and uh we we ate a good amount and we were like trying to get home early because we had to wake up really early for the race Uh, and I'll, i'll get to that in a second we ended up playing a round of code names. You've played code names before, have you? Um, I'm not sure what's code names is like that five by five grid of words that you're trying to get your team to guess, like the right combination of words. You probably haven't. I don't think I um, have. Yeah, but uh, we are. We were just trying to play uh, this this game for a little bit, and we're like it's already eight o'clock. We got out of there by eight thirty, but we're like, you know, if we're gonna walk home, shower, walk the dog again, like. We really wanted to get as much sleep as we could, right? And wearing the uh, the whoop bracelet, like I know how much sleep I should be getting versus you know what I shouldn't be doing and all that. And so we went to bed as early as we could. I think we were in bed by ten, maybe ten thirty. We like we closed the windows. We like we tried to like shut it down real, real early because I had to set my alarm riser for four thirty a.m. There's a 4.30 a.m. wake-up call, Reza. Let me tell you why. Because uh, you know that I got to I gotta get the body moving and grooving in the morning in order to lose weight. <laughs> I got to cut weight in the morning, Reza. Is that, is that a thing? Yeah. 
Uh, Is that a fact? You can't run heavy, Reza. You can't run heavy. Because uh, then you're gonna start. You're gonna start clenching, and, and clenching is bad form, Reza. <laughs> uh, so what I normally tend to do is you got you will. got a hell of a run. <laughs> you got a hell Dude, of a let routine. me tell you something. You got some issues, you man. You got some have issues. You, <laughs> you ain't never. You, have have you ever it. found yourself on a long run and just no, realize that I you don't, mu- I don't no? Run, I don't run long distances like that. The longest that distance might. I'll run is three miles. Just it's not enough time. Not enough, not time, enough time for your body to realize, like, you know what? We should play a prank on him nah, right now and see nah. what happens if we let squirt out a little bit. Nah. That's your problem. <laughs> you should just run run, run three miles, nothing more. Nothing more. Keep yeah. it three. Keep no it more three. than five. Um, but uh, so I usually walk the dog in the morning just to get the, the system sort of up and running. Um, we, we also, like, pre-made our breakfasts the night before so that, you know, the peanut butter on the slices of bread were there. So I'm out. At like four thirty, I like I woke up like the Manchurian Candidate, dude. Like the the alarm goes off, I just sat up and I was out. Oh. You know, put my uh put my sort of race uniform on my uh, my singlet. Already pinned my bib to my shorts. Put my socks and my shoes on. Just like took them out really quickly, dude. It's still nighttime at four thirty in the morning. Sun is not out at four thirty huh. in the morning. It's got that night cold, you know. Yeah. Um, where it's like, ooh, the, the, it's chilly at night. It's like, yeah, no shit. There's no sun. Uh, so I walked the dog for a little bit and then came back and just started stretching, getting ready. And then I probably went to the bathroom twice, you know, um, first time got a little bit, second time got a little bit, but, uh, we were deciding that, you know what, we're going to meet up with a friend in the building who's also running it. And we were going to take the train together and she was smart because so she's, a she's in med school right now. And so she knows that you should look up the subway times when it's like before <laughs> like the the regular day schedule uh-huh. because regular day schedules they co- probably come like every five to ten minutes but in like early early morning slash late late night they could come every 15 to 20 minutes so you don't want to be just standing there wasting time so we end up getting on a really early train we got we got on the 5 30 train and then we got to the race corral area at like 6 10 a.m and then I made it through uh, the security because you had to get, like, not padded down, but you got to walk through metal detectors. You got to take everything out of your pockets. And this immediately I, like, ran into my corral, uh, which is, you know, the group of runners that are around the range of your finish time. And I stepped in line for a bathroom. And there was, like, there's probably, like, hundreds and hundreds of porta potties in a line. And you just get in line for them. Yeah. Um, and that's when I did the real damage, which was great because you got to get that done before you run so that it's like one less thing on your mind. You got to run light. You also got to just like reduce the kind of outside stimuli that might just throw you off while you're running. Um, I met up with a friend. Uh, I met up actually with, with three friends that we were going to all run together. Uh, two of the people are faster than, well, all three right now in the state, in the, in the uh, shape that I'm in are faster than me. Um, but based on our corral assignments, so I'm like the third fastest, but we all decided to like come back down to the slowest group and just run together. Okay. No, the slowest group would still be a yeah, pretty yeah. decent finish, right? Yeah. We're talking like sub 150 finish. Um, and so, you know, I was feeling it, uh, feeling pretty good. Just like sort of getting loose just trying to figure out like, you know, your body's not feeling too hot, but like. You know, uh, race day adrenaline is going to sort of carry you. We also realized that, oh, snap, like uh, the the weather's a little bit good. It's going to be a little bit warmer than we expected it to. So, like, when you guys came, it was chilly that day, right? Um, yeah. 
It was a, yeah. even. It was. I want to say it was drizzling in the morning. It was as well. drizzling. It was. It absolutely was. It's been raining the last three, uh, two years that we've run this race, mm-hmm. um, and this year it was like really sunny, and we we're like, oh crap, that means that the sun on the back half is going to be real serious, you know. Uh, I think the ideal running weather is sort of like overcast, where the sun never really directly hits you, so you don't get too warm. Overcast is the ideal scenario when Daenerys sacks King's Landing as well. Hey, um, so, uh, hashtag not my queen. Um, but, uh, is that a real hashtag? I just made that up. That's not uh, a real hashtag. Who knows? Um, hashtag, I'm sure it's real. I'm sure hashtag it's God finale. It. Hashtag super disappointed. Hashtag, uh, sack D&D. Um, but, uh, as we were, as the lines were starting to move up, cause like the first few corrals were going, yeah. my buddy dips, he goes, I'm just going to pee one more time. And I said to myself, you know, what? I should probably do that. But like, you know, I'm too, you know, I, I, uh, I panicked and I didn't go <laughs> and I was like, oh damn. And like for the rest of the race, I could kind of feel that I needed to go, but it would never got too bad. Um, but it was just like another one of those things where like every once in a while your body's gonna be like, Hey, you could pee right now. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's just like one less thing you got to worry about, you know, uh, or one more thing rather that you got to worry about that I'm not really, uh, not really a big fan of. We started running and like I told you, right, like I've been feeling sick, so I haven't been getting the reps that I should be getting in, in. And so I just start running and let me just really quickly pull up, uh, the app. So, you know, the first mile, uh, let's see, let me just really quickly get this up. You know, I had this up earlier. Um, so the first mile I run, uh, doing, doing okay. You know, 824 pace. Uh, the idea was to get it down to an eight minute pace. Uh, and the reason why we want an eight minute pace was because my goal was a 145 flat, right? 145 flat or better. Um, and that would require a, a, a strict eight minute pace. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, insane my, my, to me, by the way, just, yeah. just letting you know. Uh, I mean, if you, if you got the, if you got the reps in, if you got the reps in eight minute pace, an eight minute pace is faster. I think than I did my 5k. So, you know, what's crazy though. You know, it's absolutely crazy. Um, we had a, a teacher in our mile high run club. He just moved with his partner to San Francisco, 39 year old guy named Rich Velasquez. You know what he ran today's uh, yesterday's race at? Uh, what? Five fifty seven pace. Jeez, Louise! At thirty nine years than old, I can run a he, mile. <laughs> yeah, he he ran it, and and my, oh my friend God. Greg said that was a slow day for him because he flew in from San Francisco, landed at one a.m. and ran this race. And That's he yeah he had a slow day, and. I was told because he goes, he has the most jacked lower body you've ever seen. The amount of power that guy generates off of every kick is so intense. And I go, you know what? Maybe I should start squatting. Um, I know I've been saying that. I'm gonna have to start doing that. Just uh, yeah, you've been you've been telling me that for like two years now. I know I've been telling you that I've been needing to start squatting for two years now. Maybe I'll start doing that at some point. Anyways, anyways, so we start running. First mile, I got eight twenty four. I'm looking at my heart rate. It's at 170. I go okay, uh, and then next mile we start to we start to shave it down to 806, uh, and then we are about to enter the park at around mile three. So then the you know 745 mile three, mile four was 755, mile five was 758, 
mile six was 753. So like we're in the we're in the mid 750s, right? And so I've slowly started to buy back some time. We saw the pacer because like what they do on these really long runs is they have like these designated pace runners, right? So they are either volunteers or they're, they're employees or whomever, and they run a very strict like pace. So do this they run guy, the entire thing, or do they, or do, they do it? In they the run the shifts? entire thing. They wow. run the entire thing. Okay. Um, and so this guy is running it at an eight-minute pace. So he has this like wooden stick, and on one side of the piece of paper it says eight-minute pace, and on the back side it says total finish like one forty-five. Mm-hmm. And so you know, working my way up past him. Mile five was seven fifty eight. Mile six is seven fifty three. Mile seven seven forty two. So I'm like, and like mile seven is uh, sort of the downhill out out of the park. So if I'm already running at a seven fifty three pace and like ten, you know nine seconds faster, or rather, oh sorry, eleven seconds faster is not that big a deal because you're running down sort of downhill, right? Right. And my uh, my heart rate's in the high one eighties. So it's like a little bit higher than I would like it to. I think my my peak is like low 180s, um, and it just sort of you know I can I can certainly feel it, and I sort of knew at that point miles like you know my, at the end of mile seven and mile eight at 759 and mile nine at 809. So you can tell that like I'm slipping at this point. You know yeah, that's a yeah. that's a plus 17 second difference between mile seven and mile eight, and then mile nine was a uh, a 10 second difference, and then mile nine for sure. At mile nine for sure, I, I felt my body start to give out. And I was Uh-oh. like, oh, God. Uh-oh. Like, it's like, you know, like maybe when you're working out or whatever, you feel like you're going in with a certain uh, certain energy level. Right. And you uh, all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you ever feel like your energy level just like cuts in half? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just like, wait, what, what happened? It's like, like two reps ago, I thought we were good. Um, and for me, it was just like, I could see because we were running in a group with all my friends and my friends were like humming along, looking real good yesterday. And I was just like, I was working to keep up, you know? So, you know, that's not good. If I'm working to keep up with your humming, like that's, that's not a good look. Uh, and so about mile nine and mile nine is when you left the park, right? The first like seven miles, uh, I'm sorry, the first three miles get you into the park to the next three miles are in the park and then the, the last mile gets you out of the park. And then so from that point on, you know, it's a steady descent into the sea. Now, some people might think that's an easy part of the run, but that's another six miles that you got to run in a straight line, Reza. That's like all downhill, all residential. So it's just like, it's like all mental toughness at this point, right? Right. Um, like, what do you have in you? And I'm finding out that I certainly don't think I have it today. And once that energy bit cut out, I was like, oh my God, I'm not walking today. I've, I was trying to do the calculations in my head of how much time did I build up in the past few um, miles. And like, I had no idea. Like my, my mind was slipping too. I didn't know. Cause usually I try and keep a track of like the negative splits. like do the math, you know? Yeah. I got to be like, all right, when did I pass the starting line? And yesterday I passed the starting line at nine minutes and 48 seconds. Two years, uh, a year ago, I passed at 10 exactly. So 10 is easy, right? Right. You subtract 10. That's like the, the easiest math in the world. Yeah. But 948 is like, all right, so now I got to figure out like, all right, it's on the, not only the ninth minute, but like on the 48. So I'm, tra- I'm keeping track of like every, the, every 48 seconds within that minute is where I need to be doing the math off of. And then so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I don't know if like, 
my mind starts to slip. I'm like, I don't know if that 22 seconds is like slower or faster. And I'm just like, I'm slogging, dude. And the, and the sun is out and it is beaming. And I'm drinking my, you know, my half Gatorade, half water. I'm trying to take my goo. And I'm just like, just keep swinging your arms. It'll it'll drive you. You'll get there. Um, but I certainly just like, started to feel a slip. And I was telling you, right? God, I like that's a tough my, place to be, man. Jesus. Dude, it's dude. I got. I won't lie to you. I got really negative. I was like, you ain't shit. You ain't got it today. You're trying, um, to, neg- you're trying to negatively push yourself to the finish. Kind of, right? You're like Bill Burr, just fat shaming yourself. Yeah. Look at you. I'm just, look at you. <laughs> Slow piece of shit. Um, and it just it wasn't. I was like really trying to dig deep and not walk. You know, because part of me is like, dude, like. You're still sick. You you only you went to bed from like ten thirty to four thirty, like not even a full night's sleep. The whoop band is telling me that like the day before I didn't get a good night's sleep, and like so you're already you know how like that bad night's sleep really hits you that that day after. Yeah. And now I'm out here trying to run a half marathon. I've already run nine miles, and like seven of them were faster than I'm normally running these things at. And so it's like, did I really? Uh, mortgage uh the time to like you know how they say like with like shooting guns and whatnot they like slow is smooth and like slow is smooth and smooth is fast you ever heard that saying i don't know if i have but but sure just this idea that like you know a more like if you're running at a consistent pace it's usually faster than if you were to run super fast and like slow down to a walk yeah okay right like the, the average is really what you're going for right and so by mile nine, and I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, you tell, you kidding me? I got another four, four plus miles here. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll you'll see that like my my time started to dip. I went from eight oh nine to eight twenty three, mile ten to eight forty six, eight forty four, and I was like trying to gut it out at the end. But uh, even with all this, I got a uh, let's see my the pace that they're giving me. Um. I finished in 145.43. So 43 seconds, dude, off of my goal pace of wow. like 145 total. Wow. Yeah. That's They're cr- saying that like my 5K pace was 7.52. My 10K pace was 7.53. My 15K pace was 7.50. So like that's like really clean, consistent times, right? And that was right. what I was telling you with like the miles two through eight. But my 20K pace was 8.35. In order for an average to get pulled up by, what, 45 seconds, that means I got to be even slower than that. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how averages work. Yep. And so my average pace ended up being an 8.04. And so I'm looking at the clock, and I get on the boardwalk. I'm, like, squinting. I'll be like, does that already say 145? It's like, fuck, it already says 145. So I'm like, I'm, like, pumping my arms. I'm like, I'm like I, will, I will run until I pass out. <laughs> I will run as hard as I can. Um, which is actually not a joke because a lot of people, including someone that I knew from college, unfortunately, got super dehydrated on the track and like fainted. Sheesh! Wow. Yeah, and there was a lot of like wow. we saw a lot of like ambulances going back and forth. We saw a lot of people like golf carts with like yeah. uh, emergency medical services people like flying down the track to pick people up. It was just a hotter day than expected. Right. That's tough. But uh, yeah. That's so that like, really sucks. Yeah, I finished in one forty five forty three. Uh our neighbor, our good friend, uh Allie, 
she was like on the on the uh, on the right down she was like oh um trying to get like 155 and she ran it into it in 147 what wait say that one more time what was she, she wanted to? a 155 oh wow she, she did a 147 wow. so that's that's a smash of a pr yeah you know uh my friend napoon who is trying to run a half marathon in all 50 states uh he was part of the group that was cruising ahead of me you know like if you look at his uh his let's see his 5k was 752 10k 751s so were all sort of like around each other right his 15k was 734 like he is really dragging down that average which is great yeah but his 20k was 854 and he told me that his knee gave out and so he had to walk a little bit Oh, damn. And so at one point, because he was wearing like a pink bandana or a headband. And so I saw him like peace uh, past me at one point, right? I was like, dude, I can't keep up with you. You got to keep going. And we sort of all had this conversation like everyone, if you're doing fine, don't worry about the other person. Like we're not here to carry each other over the line. You know, the idea is if you're feeling good, do you. If the other people can't keep up, it's fine. Don't like feel like we all have to cross the finish line together. Yeah. Like, if you got it, you got it. Yep. And he certainly had it for, for quite a while. And so he sort of let him go, and then at some point he came up from behind me, which means I must have passed him at some point. And I like you know I'm I'm in like this super mental state of like, you know, trying to will myself over the the finish line. And then right. he comes up from behind me, and I do I literally felt like I was in a different universe. I go, where am I then? Like, am I so lost that like you came up from behind me? Like, aren't you? In my mind, I thought he was done with the race already. You know, like, the way he was flying away from me, I thought that he was, like, so far gone. Yeah. But then after the race, he told me that his knee gave out. He had to walk a little bit. So he saw me. He passed him, and he tried to catch up back to me. Gotcha. Yeah, but he finished. I mean, even even with all that said, with my finish at 145.43, he finished at 146.01. Oh, wow. So so 18 seconds behind Yeah, me, you, you guys know? were right there. Yeah. Um. Our other friend finished at 144.38, so he was a minute and five seconds before uh, faster than me. Okay. And then uh, our, our other friend, uh, Jaisal, he smashed his PR. He did a 138.55. Wow. So his 5K was at 707, 10K at 737, 15K at 739, 20K at 748. So he had a 733 average pace. Nice. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Um, yeah. Now... This was Carolyn's first Brooklyn half, her third half marathon in a year. What was her at, second half marathon? The New York City one? The New York City one. Okay. So I the first the one was Philly. Right. Yeah. The second one was New York City, and this is Brooklyn, her third. Okay. And she might have two more this year. Jeez, uh, Carolyn? Yeah, like Staten Island half. And uh, we might do the Philly one again, but we're sort of looking at timing this year to see if it's possible. But, uh,. She smashed it, dude. Uh, her 5K was at 9.35, 10K at 9.52, 15K at 9.43, 20K, 10.37, and then her average pace was 9.58. So nice. she finished at 2.10.30. Okay. Um, we had some other friends that were also joining us. Uh, like our, So our friend Pat, I mean, he's, he's a fast one. So he finished at a 6.22 pace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so his finish was one twenty three nineteen, uh, but our friends Andrew Praga and his uh, his girlfriend Eva, they ran it together the entire time and they finished at uh, a ten thirty pace, 
And it was fun, they said, because they, uh, he said that they were talking the, the whole time. Really? Yeah. You know, if you ever want to run a half marathon, I run it with you. I, I'm not a good runner or talker while running. I you don't have to talk. I can't. No, no, no. I'm not, I know. I was just, just relating to that. Oh. Like that is, that is, uh, I, I always find it very difficult, but I guess it depends on the pacing, right? If you find the yeah, right pace, does. you can make it work. Yeah. If you if you found the right pace, you I think you'd be able to talk. Yeah. I think people are just trying to run fast. Yeah. Uh. But if you're, what's it called? If you're like you know breathing the right way, you should be able to talk and run at the same time right. at the correct pace. Right. So. Um. Yeah, they finished at two seventeen thirty five. So it was a really great day for for everyone, really, because everyone like there was it was such a big group of runners, um, and we got a nice little medal. Uh, the medals are the greatest part. So these things you get, and then we got our names and times engraved on the back. And so in the I think I mean you've seen it uh, the sort of like the standing lamp that I have in the corner of the room is just like it's just covered in like running medals, right. Um, and so I'm thinking about buying something that like is a place that we can like put all of our bibs because I keep every single one of my running bibs. Do you? Um, yeah. So for every race that I've run, I've kept a bib, and then I keep the uh, I keep all the medals too. Um, that that but, part makes sense at the very least. Yeah, at the very least. Uh, now I will say this: uh, being sick. It's not ideal, but I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, I mean, that's really impressive still. Like, you know, yeah. the, the time yeah. that you got, being sick certainly didn't give you any, didn't help you. It certainly didn't help me. Uh, what I am thankful for is all of the training that I had done up until this so that the baseline level of fitness was greater than I than it was before. Right. You know, and it's like one of those things now where the – it takes double the amount of work or even triple the amount of work to get the same sort of increases that we were looking at before. Cause before we, I was like chunking off time each time I was running something, but now we're at a place where, you know, like it's a whole sort of, it's a step above that. Like each of these increases now is going to be like a step level change as opposed to, uh, like a, a very natural, you know, sort of straight, straightforward change, linear right. change, linear change. Yeah, I got you. Um, so, like, we'll see, man. We'll see. It's uh, we ended up, and that wasn't even the end of it, because after that, uh, we've had issues in the past, Carolyn and I, of just like really zonking out after a race like this. You know, either she wants to take a nap or I take a nap, and sort of the day is sort of lost. Yeah. And so what we ended up doing was Carolyn usually just needs coffee to, to stay mentally awake but physically tired, and I just need to like not sit for a long time. <laughs> right. Cause like if you if you hit me up yesterday, I was like, let's just play division. Like I would, it would be very easy for me to be like, yeah, let's just sit and let me just like you know, uh, veg out because I've already run a half marathon. But what we ended up doing was, so we came back, we took the train all the way from Coney Island, to, uh, back to Lincoln Center. We got a, a light brunch. We walked downtown to Columbus Circle to get our uh, medals engraved. Mm-hmm. We came back, we showered, and then we immediately went back out again. And we took the dog from seventy second. And like Riverside, which is like a uh, an avenue away from where I live, the beginning of a park. We walked from Seventy Second. We walked from Seventy Second to One Hundred and Fifth Street. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Which is about a mile and a half. Um, we yeah, almost walked two in miles. More work, huh? 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because uh, something about like just keeping the legs moving to like slowly flush out that lactic acid buildup. Yeah. Uh, should make like the next day a lot more uh, easier to handle. Because that's like that soreness is like that lactic acid buildup. And so we were walking the dog. Uh, and what was crazy was from 72nd to 105, it's all uphill. It's like a gradual uphill because the city gets higher, the, the higher you go. And we just kept moving up and up and up. And then we walked to this dog park and we let him run for a little bit. Uh, and he was having fun because it was like a new set of dogs that he's never seen before. It's a new dog park that he's never been to before. And then we walked back. And so... It was a it was a nice like two hour ish uh, event and then you know showered one more time we went to a friend's birthday dinner and then we weren't in bed well we rather we were back in bed by like I want to say ten ish maybe um maybe ten thirty maybe eleven I don't know but all I know is I was up for at least nineteen hours jeez and then I popped a Nyquil to sleep. But I was up at seven thirty today, just rise and shine. Um, I, I like laid in, I laid around for a little bit, try to like go back to sleep. But I feel like for me, once I wake up that first time, and sort of like every time I like go back to sleep, it's like little little bits of uh, like cat naps at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a hell that's of a day. A, that's that is a hell of a day. My whoop and tracks like the daily exertion levels on a linear scale from zero to 21 and yesterday was 20.5 it wouldn't go to 21 for some reason i was like it was 20.5 at like 7 30 p.m i was Uh like really there's there's there's, i don't i I can't squeeze out another 0.5 after all this uh but it's basically saying that like it's it's telling me like when I wake up in the morning, like, hey, you should take it easy today. You should have a light day, and a light day is less than ten. But let me tell you, dude, my average day, even when I don't work out, my average day is like in like the twelves to fourteens. So like, I don't much. know if I'm. I mean, dude, I'm just living, man. I'm I'm straight living out here, and like I'll tell you already, right, my you day so. strain, my day strain is already at a seven point one. So to like. Light day. Your body may struggle to take on strain. Consider a light strain day, and in parentheses, under 10.0. I'm already at 7.1, dude. And all we did was wake up and walk and get bagels. <laughs> like, I don't, like, what is a light day? Is light day literally just, like, laying, like, in a, lying in a supine position? Like, is that is that what a light day is? Can't get yeah. out of bed, man. Cannot get out of bed. Yeah. It says low recovery. It says your HRV, RHR, and sleep performance indicate your body is still recovering. So yeah, I believe that. I believe that, man. Um, but yeah, it says I went to sleep yesterday from eleven o three to seven forty one a.m. And uh, what's interesting is normally when I sleep, I fall into the deepest level of sleep first, okay. and then I hit REM sleep, and then I hit light. Uh, and then I like sort of rinse and repeat that again. So it's like REM. So I guess that's what the cycle is for me. Uh, I'm a, so obviously I'm awake, and then I get a like a hint of light sleep to get me going, and it goes light, and then like super deep sleep, REM sleep, light, uh, super deep sleep, REM sleep, light, and that's sort of how it works. But like you say that you're a deep sleeper. Yep. And I'm wondering what deep means and how long you're either in a REM cycle or you're in that like the like literal like you know. You're in sleep mode sleep. Uh, I don't tracks it, but I don't know how much I really believe these things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it yeah, shows they, for uh, me that I it shows for me that like when I went to sleep last night, I went straight to light sleep and then I was in deep sleep for I can't really tell the scale how many how long mm-hmm. I was, but I was in deep sleep for quite some time. And then apparently yeah. I woke up. I never got to REM sleep until geez, like <laughs> like a quarter of the way through the night. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, I don't even remember waking up when it says that I did at like three in the morning. I do not remember waking up. Maybe I woke up and went to the bathroom and don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, my my thing says that there were 11 disturbances last night for me. It goes, it's normal to lose an hour of sleep per night to disturbances. You only yeah. lost 23 minutes and 18 seconds. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. So two nights ago, Saturday, um, Friday into Saturday... I never hit REM until, uh, so we went to bed at like midnight. I mm-hmm. never hit the first cycle of REM until 3.30 in the morning. I got very little REM sleep that night. Well, an hour and a half, which I think is mm-hmm. about average for me. But that's kind of surprising to see. But again, I don't know how much I truly believe these things. Yeah. What I like about this so far is like it's telling me how they're tracking these things and it seems like it's pretty consistent so maybe a chest band is better i don't know but i've been wearing this band pretty much non-stop since i got it and that was 19 days ago so how long does the battery last a day and a half okay so i basically charge it every day yeah um which is not a big deal uh but I feel like I'm starting to take things a little bit more seriously. The one big thing I did was I started to put a sleep timer on my phone. So 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, I can't use my phone. Okay. From 10 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. on, like all the apps are locked. And I mean, and it's super easy to get around them, but the idea is sort of like you don't do that. And what I'm trying to do is reduce the amount of phone usage that I do in, in bed once I once I start to get into bed. Right. I mean, there's there's going to be days where like you're going to fall asleep a little bit later or whatever. But the idea is like, all right, you know, get to a point where we aren't surrounding ourselves with like blue light and like messing with our circadian rhythms or whatever. Mm-hmm. One thing is, I like to sleep with a window open, and I'm sure there's a lot of noise out there. That like, even if I'm asleep and don't realize it, that like I'm probably getting affected by it at some point. You know, like if right. I was in a REM sleep or a deep sleep, and then. Uh, somebody honks a horn at three in the morning like it might jolt me out of REM sleep or whatever yeah do you also do you have uh windows in your bedroom yeah yeah we can you sleep with the blinds open or closed so um usually when lane is with me um so i used to sleep with the blinds open so that the sun would wake me up in the morning um you know so by the time my alarm goes off i would it would be a little harder for me to fall back asleep with uh Sometimes Lane and I will keep, or she doesn't like, you know, the lights and things. They, they really disturb her, even if it's like moonlight. So uh, we have blackout curtains to help deal with that. So every, mm-hmm. so generally we keep the curtains closed to some degree, or at least on one of the windows. Um, and then the blinds that we have, they're kind of, they're not like normal blinds, but regardless, similar, same, same deal with them. Um, we usually keep those partially up. So that way, they uh, some light gets through in the morning, but not too much that it's completely disrupting her sleep. Because especially this time of year, when the sun's coming up a bit earlier in the morning, when she's still mm-hmm. sleep, you know, ch- t- trying to get some sleep, 
um, we'll try to keep the the light to a minimum. Yeah, uh, I mean, I sleep with the curtains fully up. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I have a north facing window, so it gets pretty light pretty quickly in the morning. And I used to think that the light coming into the morning was good because then I wouldn't be able to oversleep. But I'm starting to wonder if it makes more sense not to do it that way and to bring the curtains down so that you actually get a fuller night's sleep because it's darker for longer. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to play with that. Anyways, that's sort of the long and end of uh, sort of long and short of uh, the Brooklyn half story and the sort of surrounding like prep for it. But uh, I am now done with races until the Berlin Marathon. I want to say that's a lie. Um, I actually have a seven mile race. I think at some point and like a, a couple. Actually, I have a I have a couple of races coming up. I just realized. Sheesh, complete lie. Complete lie. Uh, but nothing as big or as certainly as long. Um, to to get all of that uh i mean yeah it's really not as long uh i think the longest race the next longest race is the berlin marathon so i i technically technically can take a few weeks off but i think i like the uh my my sort of mood is centered around working out and all that jazz so i don't think i'll really take any time off i think i won't be running as seriously as i was before you know, also go out for runs and whatnot, but it won't be like, oh my god, like I gotta start tracking every run, I gotta start doing all these things. Like it'll be good for to take a mental break for a little bit, uh, and just treat it more of like, hey, I'm out here just running. You know, I'll track the times just so I can have them, but like I'm not gonna like beat myself off if like I didn't hit a certain time that day. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Um, should we get out of here? Yeah, I would talk about Game of Thrones, but my voice ain't so hot right now. So all good. We'll uh we'll um we'll, we'll have to we'll have to re-record week. uh not re-record we'll have to record another one because I'm out this week. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be out like the fall. So this this is my last weekend before I defend my PhD. Well, next weekend. So yeah. Um, we'll figure it out offline. But yeah, yeah, sounds good. Absolutely. All right. Great. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Thank you.